Welcome to Pillows on the Windows, Carly, a movie podcast about film. Yeah. I would say through the entirety of this podcast, the amount of times I've had to edit you groaning out of the intro is probably about 80%. (laughs) Well, it's never clear when you're going to do it. If you gave me like a a three and two and And one one. and a tutti frutti and here we go. Yeah, but you can't say tutti frutti and then expect me not to react. (laughs) It's crazy. Okay, well, we're going to talk about movies, Car. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, and uh, this has come in from a fan of ours. I won't mention her name. But she said <laughs> podcasts are hard to listen to because um, they just always go forward with the assumption that whoever is listening has listened to every previous episode. Oh, uh, fair. So I think we should do an intro. Holy crap. My name's Tucker. I'm Carly. Okay, I think that went pretty well. Um, what were <laughs> our movies we were supposed to watch, Car? We were supposed to watch Porco Rosso, mm-hmm. White Noise. Oh, yeah. Which, there's a thing that those two have in common, which is kind of fun, and there I just is. realized right now. There is. Um, the best thing. And then Love and Basketball. Of course. Well, we always have to start with our anime on this podcast, where we talk about anime. This is an anime podcast. We love anime. <sighs> Yeah. Porco Rosso. Carly, what if you took a movie you're not interested in, <laughs> replaced the main character with a pig, and then had him voiced by Michael Keaton? Thoughts? I think Michael Keaton's vocal performance is great. I think it's terrible. Really? I think this whole movie's terrible. Well, I think most of the movie is terrible, but I was charmed by the vocal performance. I didn't think it fit his character, who is a big burly man with a pig head. Yeah, but I don't know that I want to hear what the alternative is. I don't know. Does that make sense? This feels like the best case scenario is that it's Michael Keaton voicing it. Best case scenario is you just don't make a movie about a pig pilot man. Yeah. I was so flabbergasted during this entire movie. I felt like I was watching a movie from another universe or something. Uh, hard watch for me, Car. Porco I would agree. Yeah. Um, I broke this one up into a few different segments because <laughs> yeah, I could you? not for the life of me get into it. Yep. I had no drive or will to watch any part of it. There was yep. one part that I liked very much. Okay. And I'm sure it's just because it was like the part that felt super ghibli on. where it's like where the, all the pilots are going to heaven. Sure. That was nice to me. And it felt good to watch that. And then the rest was fine. Well, Fine is a strong term. I, uh, <laughs> the, I think the problem here, Car, mm-hmm. is that we just watched only yesterday, right. which was a movie. Yeah. A and really that, good one. A really good one. It was like a warm bath. And now there's like this, uh, puddle of cool water <laughs> directed by Miyazaki. And we're just like jumping into that straight yeah. from the, the nice warm bath. And I was just like, oh, my God, I hate all these tropes that this guy uses. And I can't stand that his he doesn't tell stories. And I hate all these characters. And I get it that he likes planes, but I don't care about planes. Yeah. It was a nonsense movie. It's so crazy because it's like. Theoretically, like if we're just taking it from the aesthetic standpoint, Mm -hmm. like if you told me Studio Ghibli movie the Adriatic Sea and there's like nice hotels. It's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's not what it is, though. No, and not even like the moments that we did get of that could save 
everything else. No, because it's just people talking in those situations. Like, right. I think it's cheating, <laughs> this screenplay, where it's, like, <laughs> vaguely referencing things that might be interesting. Yeah. And I think that works on people for some reason. But having your main character just say that he doesn't like fascism doesn't make him an interesting or cool character, you know? Yeah. And also, like, from um, another version of that was, like, how they sort of play on the, uh, you know, like the Beauty and the Beast type thing Hated where it. it's like it will... Love make him not a beast. And it's like, it's the same thing where they bring in that idea. And then like, for some reason, because that's not the case, it's supposed to seem cooler or more aware or something. And it doesn't feel like that at all because it's still this weird thing of this young girl, maybe woman, extremely young, being paired with old, gruff, gross man. man. Yeah. Yes. And the whole time, so they're he's, not better for it. Like they're no. not, they're not reinventing that idea or something. No, it's very like standard, like fairy tale uh, Garbo, but with the added benefit of so many scenes where he's like, "I don't trust you because you're a woman," and then she says, right. "I am a woman," right? And there's like she's good at what she does, and like it, it doesn't go anywhere beyond that. There's no like actual gender politics happening. It's just she's a woman and she's good at what she does and he doesn't trust her. But then he does because that's how movies go. Right. Bad movies. Yeah, I was just super bummed about it. Like, it seemed like there could be something. There's a cool version of this movie, I think. I don't think it needs to be. Yeah, it's 10 minutes long. Yeah, that might be it. I would give it 40. That's too long. (laughs) That's like two YouTube videos. Um (laughs) Is Carrie Elway's a involved in the cool version of this movie? <laughs> Wait, I forget who Carrie Elway's was. He's the guy from Texas. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> uh, of course. I just the, there are there were very brief moments where the love of aviation came through, and it was mostly with the girl character designing oh, yeah. planes, and that worked for me. And everything else just felt like embarrassing that I was watching it. Like the whole the pirates kidnapping the little girls thing felt like it was supposed to be really cute. And I just found it really creepy and just like cringy, like humor for like five year olds. And I just felt like bad for watching it. Well, it's way too much like whatever the second one was. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Castle in the Sky. Right. Sky Pirates again. We're doing this again. This feels like a forgotten film that should stay forgotten. And I felt better not having seen this movie. It's yeah, like it's just it's not awful, but I just would never, ever seek this out or recommend it to anybody. I think it's, it's just nothing. Awful. I really did not <laughs> enjoy this movie. I don't know if yeah. it's coming through on this uh, this podcast, but like, yeah, I could not tell you one thing that happened in this movie. Um, you have this dogfight at the end that is the most confusingly directed yeah scene i've i can think of where you have this epic confrontation between your two main characters and most of it is spent staring at other characters while they describe what's mm-hmm. happening insanity like you yeah that's cheating you can't do that because they're looking at it from far away 
There's even like weird. I don't know if I was just being like a, too picky by this point, but like there's weird like spatial stuff happening too, sure. where like. At one point, one of the characters like throws a wrench thing at the other, and it's coming from forward. But yep. we're seeing and it, like, like and it's just like, what is happening? Yeah. It doesn't know. make any sense. It just feels like a shoddily put together in a way that these movies don't normally feel like to me. Truth. Mm. And I just don't. There's no. It doesn't get at the childlike wonderment or anything that I usually associate with these either. So it's just like it's that style applied to a bad story i felt like right. it's just not that's not what i'm here for at all yeah it feels like one dude had this idea and then like forced they ran everyone with it. to animate yeah. it yeah uh yeah i like the animation i didn't even think was up to the regular par i felt like like oh, it's, it's a lot of planes flying which is just kind of static shots of planes right. While clouds slowly move to show that they're moving through space, it's not exciting. No. Unless you're way into planes. Yeah, and, like, I expected when we got to the dogfight thing where, like, I just thought I would feel excitement, and I just didn't at all. Because they're yeah, punching each know. other for most of right. it. Right, yeah. And then it's, like, really gross-looking faces. Yeah. Because they're all beat up, and that just goes on forever. Yeah. And then the movie ends. Yeah. You can't do this. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Michael Keaton, what are you doing? <laughs> this is a bad wrap of an episode for Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about another Michael Keaton movie? Yeah, I do. White noise. White is crazy. noise. Carly, you know what I've realized? What? I do this completely inadvertently. But I keep <laughs> recommending bad horror movies from the early 2000s for us to watch. I'm sorry. What's another example of that? Uh, 1408. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't mean to do it. It's just those yeah. are the movies that come to mind for me. I don't know why. Well, I, I'll have you know, I had okay. a real joy of a time watching this one, even though it is such an incredibly bad movie. Like this, <laughs> I felt no shame in laughing so hard throughout this because it's so stupid and poorly made. It's insane. Okay. Um, and Michael Keaton like it's, it's not such accurate. a it's such a bad performance yeah and it's must be like mostly the fault of the movie but i think he is also just doing a bad job and that's kind of fun to see as well like a good actor not acting well right that's mean but i'm it's you. true yeah. there's a one scene where i forget what it is and now like when i'm thinking of how i'm about to describe it it's gonna sound like the entire movie where yeah he is like receiving a phone call and it's like a weird voice and he's like shaking his head and like maybe crying or something. Yeah. And it was one of the funniest pieces of <laughs> acting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, uh, white noise. Yeah. Is about Michael Keaton and his wife, who he loves very much. So much. Um, disappears and then dies. Yeah. And then he's trying to communicate with her or receive communications w from her. EVPs. EVP. <laughs> yeah. Can I do my EVP rant real quick and then you can. Please. Okay. I. There's an interesting premise in this movie that they just completely murder. It's so hard. And it really bums me out because I think 
and I've talked about it on here before, but the phenomena of your brain filling in space or mm. trying to create um, meaning out of random noise. And we talked about this with um, Lake Mungo too, where mm -hmm. it's like uh, ambiguity in media or in like sensual, sensual. Is that the right word? No. Nah. Re huh. Regarding senses. Yeah. Sexy uh, things. <laughs> um, what is the word? I don't know. Uh oh. Anyway, that's really interesting to me because I listen to white noise when I sleep. Yeah. And I can hear people talking. Oh, that creeps me out so much. I know. That's creepy. What's right. not creepy is whatever's happening in this movie, which is right. not that at all. Yeah. I don't get. I'm going to be honest also. I wasn't yeah. paying the most attention during this movie. I was paying no movie. attention. <laughs> so, like, I don't get the jump. I don't. Okay. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I don't get this movie at all. I don't. <laughs> I could not tell you what happens in the last half hour of this movie. I don't get. I would, like, look up. Because let's be honest, I was not actually watching this movie at some point. <laughs> I would look up and Michael Keaton's being attacked by, like, gargoyles or something right. and then i go oh cool and then i would just go back to my phone yeah so i guess like the first thing i don't get yeah is it doesn't seem fair to me that they're mixing the voice stuff which i yes. think on its own could do the stuff that you're talking about right with visuals of like faces and tvs like that makes it yes. less fun i think yes but you need that in order to tell the story they're telling, which has nothing to do with ghosts talking to Michael Keaton. Right. Because what's actually happening is Michael Keaton's dead wife is sending him communications about future death so that right. he can go prevent it from happening. He's a superhero. He's a superhero. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a really strange turn because it's not a twist at the end. It's something that happens halfway through this movie. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like they never close the book on his wife enough for that to be no. a turn that makes sense. Because it yeah. still feels like he's trying to communicate with his wife. But also he's like saving babies from cars and stuff. Right. It doesn't. And like they don't hold the string enough of like he keeps doing this because blank. You know what I right. mean? Like, is it because he's trying to get his wife back in some capacity, even though yeah. he knows that can't happen? Yeah. Or does he just want to keep saving right. babies? He's not a character, really. Right. He's a thing that does things in this movie. And so is the lady from the game who was in this movie. Great and, to see her, though. Uh, absolutely. But I could yeah. not tell you her name or what she was doing or what her point no. was in this movie. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep thinking. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Car. You with me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. For the first ten minutes, I was like, "Okay, this is kind of a fun, semi-stylish yes. yet bad-looking horror movie from the early two yep. thousands." And then it wasn't for another hour and forty minutes. Right. Like I, one of okay, I'll just list two of my favorite moments from yes, the movie, which please. are in the first 10 minutes. Yes. The first, of course, of course, of course, is the best opening to any movie ever yep. where can you, there's... <laughs> can you read the quote? Oh, I don't have it up. Oh, it's so good. 
Um, I did take a video of it on my phone so I could easily rewatch that moment again and again and again. Thank uh, you. Let me see if I can get it really quick. Okay. Um, I would love so that. Yes. This is the opening. Oh my goodness, this First is so thing funny. You see. There is a Yahoo Answers that is help on Thomas Edison quote. Hi, what is the Thomas Edison quote from the white noise opening credits? And? Woo! Okay, so this, the quote I'm about to read, (laughs) it appears on a dark screen in this, like, sort of white outline text, if I'm remembering correctly. looks really good. In three separate segments. It looks like, and I'm trying to think of an example of this, and I've been trying to for quite some time. It looks like, you know, videos that are edited to be funny in that they're edited poorly on iMovie or something. Where like the point of the video is that it's really poorly put together. That's what this feels like. The quote reads. Well, I hope this is the quote. Um, It was a favorite answer on Yahoo Answers. Okay. Nobody knows whether our personalities pass on to another existence or sphere. But if we can evolve an instrument so delicate to be manipulated by our personality as it survives in the next life, such an instrument ought to record something. Thomas Edison, 1928. Of course. (laughs) But they like break that up into weird sentence fragments. (laughs) And they overlap each other so that they're hard to read, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't believe it. I was just cracking myself up watching that. Already immediately engaged in this (laughs) movie. Yeah. And then, okay, the second favorite part was um, notably, Michael Keaton's character is an architect, I believe, in Seattle. Is that right? I have no. It's like the most faceless city environment it was definitely pacific northwest i believe it was seattle okay and on the night he's waiting for his wife to come home which she will never do sadly he is as any architect would be having a glass of red wine at his kitchen island and sketching blueprints and it just tickled me pink to see (laughs) them think that's what architects do from the hours of like 8 p.m to 3 a.m so nice yeah i didn't even understand what was happening with like she's off with someone else and he's like have her call me but then like their son is somebody else's son i did not get how so the son was at his mom's house right like okay because i thought at first the son was going to die as well right oh you didn't so i think the son was from a previous marriage and i think he was at mom's house right yeah okay that solves all my problems with white noise starting yeah keaton. so those were the two best parts and then at the end yeah michael keaton dies and his leg goes all crazy piggly piggly um <laughs> speaking of which the scene where he goes back to the dude's house and the tv killed him or whatever it was pretty awesome <laughs> yes! yes the like tape stuff all around his neck yep. yeah that's insane yep. yep and then the detective's just like huh okay yeah you're good, Michael Keaton. Goodbye. Yeah. Michael Keaton, you keep showing up where people are dying. What's going on, dude? <laughs> and he's like, I'm not leaving town if that's what you're asking. <laughs> yes. like, what, what world is this taking place in? No, it, this isn't how anyone would talk throughout the movie. No, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, 
I've heard the sequel to this is actually pretty good. Starring Nathan Fillion. Who's that? That's the guy whose name you said really awesomely who was in Slither. (laughs) And Castle. Okay, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, Car, anything else on White Noise? I'm really sorry I made you watch it. It's really not. No, I don't mind at all. This is like I could watch a million of these bad uh, early 2000s horror movies. Let's not do that. But uh, (laughs) it is awesome that we have this trove of this kind of movie that all got made at that time where it's like one person saw the ring and right. then they all had to make really terrible, terrible versions of that. It's just crazy that like you do that and you get a Michael Keaton. You know what I mean? I know. What's he doing? I don't know. God bless him for it. I love Michael Keaton. I could watch yeah. Michael Keaton movies all a live long day, but he's not good for this role. No. And he's not acting at all in this movie. I'm like, I just, I can't. I guess I don't know what this decade was like for him, but yeah. it didn't feel like he needed to do this. But maybe that's not true if we went back to whatever year this was. This made bank, though. Really? So that's it. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's it. Like, because uh, these types of movies so often do, even if yeah. they're really bad. Right. Yeah. This was like a day and a half of work for him. and I don't think that's true, though, unfortunately. <laughs> I think it was a long time. <laughs> We're doing the elevator scene where you get trapped in the elevator. And like, right. What was the deal with the dude at the elevator and he was the bad guy or something? Mm-mm. I don't. Okay. No clue for okay. the life of me. Talk yeah. about a rich text car. You got to watch this movie five times before you <laughs> can pay enough attention to realize what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I wonder how coherent it would be if I was paying great attention. That no was idea. that was the scene that broke me where it felt like I was watching. Like two movies at the same time or something where they're in his like archive and they're looking for names in a book. And at that moment, I realized I had absolutely no idea what was happening. Because <laughs> yes. he was like, wait, if Carol Black's name is in here, then that right. means we'll see Maria Freeman. And then they yeah. like flip and Maria Freeman's name is in there. And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah. no. And then the rest of the Not movie Maria Freeman. <laughs> I don't know. I was so lost in that moment. I couldn't tell you. And why is this in a horror movie? This isn't scary. Don't know. You know what I did think multiple times during this, though? What's up? How good Saw is. Absolutely. Carrie like, Elwes. same era, scary. You can pay... 10% attention and have a great time and get what's going on. Yeah. Save for the last 10 minutes when they <laughs> throw the everything under the bus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this movie needed that where a ghost explains to Michael Keaton yes. exactly what's happening. Totally. That would have been really helpful. That's because he like erased a tape. He erased the answering machine message at the very beginning of the movie. And that's what kicked this all off, dude. Yeah. And they you know what? Aboard. Also, this is really the ending is so similar to the fourteen oh eight ending. Yeah, that's crazy. This is a great era for film. Um, this <laughs> for is films great. that end in funerals, and then something scary <laughs> happens at they? the last second. Yeah, where it's got to like, then it passes on to the next person. Row. <laughs> Speaking of which, card love in basketball. <laughs> okay, loose connection, but okay. I'll go with you. Okay. Uh, I really like this movie, Car. Me too. It was really nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know how we talk about Wachowski stuff being up and down? 
Sure. Yeah. This is like the most boring version of that where it's just <laughs> it's not some scenes are crazy. It's just some scenes were kind of boring and then some scenes were nice. Yeah, this is like. This is kind of right in the wheelhouse of what I love about a movie. Like, it it gets... Sure. Well, I was thinking, like, is this maybe the sports movie I love the most out of any sports movies? And it totally might be. Because, right, I can't think of anything else. Speed Racer. Yeah. Motorsport. Um, I feel like we don't watch... I don't know about your uh, private habits. I don't watch a lot of sports movies. No. In general. Because I and, and I was thinking about that heads. too, like why this one is so much better. And I think it's because it's so well balanced, the personal and like the sports movie of it. You know yeah. what I mean? I, Anyways, what I was trying to say is yes. like this movie takes its time and fleshes out tertiary plot lines, which sure. like is everything I want in basically like a drama or a coming of age sort of thing. Where like yeah. You get just enough about each of their families and each of the little conflicts that exist within their families. And, like, you get just enough of what their own dynamics are separate of each other. And then you obviously spend so much time on, like, their dynamic together, which I think is, like, really, really wonderful and fun to see play out. It's a really... Even when this movie is at its most romantic and focused on just the two of them. I feel like there's a lot of tension even in those parts, which I think works really well. These are two different people. Right. And I think that works really well at portraying that romance where at it, at its very most basic, I still think this is kind of a complicated relationship. This movie's portraying. And I think that works really well. Yeah, because it really does feel like you want them to end up together and like it feels like the ideal future is that they end up together. Yeah. But you could also kind of see see them being happy, independent of each other. Or can you? Well, yeah, because they certainly can't or at least she can't. Yeah. But they just feel like such whole humans. Yeah. That like their existence is not completely reliant upon each other, which is really nice. Yeah. Because there yeah. are moments where they are at odds and it's hard to pick a side. Right. Or it was for me as far as who to kind of root for in those moments. Oh, absolutely. Like their biggest fight, it's like you can see where both of them are coming from. Like yeah. neither of them, especially him, I guess, handle it great. But yeah. like it's tough. They're dealing with like pretty adult stuff in transitional periods of their lives. And that's why I think like it matters so much that you get so much of the back the backstory. Because otherwise it would be like a throwaway plot line that has to exist so that they can fight so that you get the dramatic tension at the end. Like it, but it feels so much more purposeful than that. Yeah. And it also goes to places I wouldn't have expected it to go where she's in Italy or whatever. Right. I thought that was a really interesting, uh, just completely unexpected turn for this movie where she's like kind of living her dream, but not really. This, and I, yeah. I think it's, I think like bringing the old teammate back is really, really nice because that yeah. does feel like something that would happen where it's like you're she's just sort of going about her day to day because this is sort of what she needs to do if she wants to play basketball. And then like someone from her past snaps her out of it and she yeah. like needs to make a change. Right. That was my yeah. that was the funniest part for me was the trophy on the table. That was really funny. Scene. Yeah, it was good. 
it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I really think this is her movie uh, at yeah. the end of the day. And that's cool. Uh, I, yeah, just, I, I guess I didn't know what to expect from this movie. Um, and it kind of was more melodramatic than I thought it would be, but I didn't mind that at all. Because I think the drama is a lot of fun and it's very uh, enjoyable to watch. And, you know, I guess I was coming at this from the perspective of, oh, she did the old guard. Right. And that's a crazy perspective on this movie that has nothing to do with that because this was 20 years ago. And it's about basketball and love. But it is cool. Like, there are little tiny things that you can see. Yeah. Like, there are little connections. Like, I think the basketball scenes yes. are super well shot and yes. dynamic and yes. fun and make you feel like you're in it in yep. a way that, like, a lot of movies like this, I don't think do that. Right. And it, it's even doing a lot of tropes that, you know, you would do in a sports movie where it's like, quick shot of the scoreboard and the clock right. is ticking down. But I think it's all much more engaging than that stuff usually is. Yeah, it felt like like each time they were sort of coming down to the buzzer like it felt really exciting like yeah. i was on the edge of my seat to find out what was going to happen yeah. and then i think like the thing i mentioned earlier about paying attention to tertiary stuff plays yeah. in the old guard too like uh, so many of those smaller characters besides charlize and kiki lane also get their time due to them which yeah. is really nice totally. and i think enhances the movie yeah 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 i mean the dad uh omar's character's or Quincy, his dad, is not just that trope showing up for a scene. Like, that's right. a thread that goes through this entire movie and is really awful to watch play out. And, like, really, I, there's just something really interesting and subtle about... Like, there's so many reasons why these two characters are having such a different experiences in the sport. Like, yeah. gender is the obvious one. But then, like, just the dynamics of, like, they're both from well-off families. That's not the problem. Like, obviously, yeah. he's from a more well-off family. But, like, how much having that figure that's supporting him and he has a role model and someone, like, in the industry is the only way I can think about it. Like, they, there's never, like, a super explicit conversation about that. But they make it understood and it yeah. makes the dynamic so more so much more interesting yeah yeah and that's, that's cool. part of why i really like the basketball scenes is it's never are these characters good enough at basketball it's always right. can they conquer some part of themselves in order to live up to their potential um and i think that's even more effective with uh, monica and her yeah. anger issues and all that stuff and I love the coach. I love her evil coach who mm -hmm. still believes in her. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, I think a lot of this is tropes, but I think this is all done really well in this movie. I didn't have yeah. a problem with it ever. Yeah, like the one time it it's so tough because I really love this scene. I think it's really fun and playful and romantic. But like when she's setting up the end bet of like... Yeah let's play this game heart. and yeah yeah, yeah. and i was yeah. like that was the only one that took me out of it in terms of like yeah being sort of a tropey thing but then i was yeah. also like this is so fun i don't yeah. know <laughs> like i don't mind well it's got a yeah. really weird not weird in a bad way but uh non-standard tone to it because he's kind of through the entire thing he's kind of 
reluctant and it's right. not it's not ooey gooey romance. It's kind of like uh, they're still fighting each other in a way. Um, right. Until the very, very end. And then, you know, the fireworks and all that. But uh, yeah, I thought that scene was great. I think the strip basketball scene worked really well, too. So cute and yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, I totally believe their romance. They're so yeah. sweet together when they're good to each other. And they're also never, I mean, he, yeah, he does screw up quite a bit. But, like, they're never so bad to each other that it doesn't make sense for them to be together in the end. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, sometimes yeah. with, like, rom-coms and stuff, it's like one character does something to the other one, you're like this is toxic and awful. (laughs) You should run for the hills. This is like, they had some growing pains sort of thing. And I believe that they'll be good and he'll be better with her than with Tiger Banks. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't put this in the realm of rom-coms just because I think this is closer to, you know, like an actual drama. Like I think there's actually like character growth that happens in this movie and I could feel a lot better about, (laughs) you know, the story in this movie than most. It's a hard one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hard one to describe, though. Like, it, it's not a rom com. It's not a strict drama. It's not a sports movie. It's not yeah. a coming of age. Like, it's a. It's just all of that stuff, which is, I think yeah. is also what's sort of special and notable about it. I didn't think it was that funny. I guess like I didn't really get a comedy vibe from it. Very often, there's something light about it. I guess that you yeah. don't. So, like, yeah, it's not super funny. But it's not so serious in a way that this movie could be if it wanted to be. Yeah, this could have been a slog. Right. Yeah. But and it, like super not. depressing. Like yeah. it was sad sometimes, but this could have been like, like if they gave like 10 more minutes to the <laughs> dad cheating stuff, yeah. it probably would have been pretty tough. Yeah. But like that scene with uh, his mom by the pool, I thought mm-hmm. it was like heartbreaking. And then I thought scene with Monica and her mom was mm-hmm. like super heartbreaking at the end. Oh, God. Yeah. Like the drama really worked. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really like this movie, though. Yeah, it was cool. Also, I, w- I would be remiss to say, like, amazing cast. Like, yeah. incredible. I can't believe all of these people were in the same movie together sort of yes. thing. Yeah. Totally. Really, really fun to see. Great soundtrack also. Lots of mm-hmm. really good. I love so much looking back at this era, but not from right now, but from like the year 2000. Yeah. I think that's really cool. It is, and it's so comfy. Like, yes. It's really, 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 really comforting. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, I don't want to get all old man here, but I just don't see parties being portrayed this way anymore because I don't think, or just like people, yeah, this really is like old man stuff, but there's no <laughs> cell phones or anything. It's just people yeah. partying. Like there's something right. to that that's really fun to see. Yeah. It just feels so casual. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like there's so many good movies about young people right now. Like, I think that is true. But they feel so intense all the time. Yeah. Even in their party scenes. Like, a lot of times the party scenes are the most intense parts (laughs) of the movie. Right. And, like, I love Euphoria. But, like, Euphoria's party scenes are, like, everyone doing, like, ketamine and stuff. Like, it's just, like, yeah, yeah, this is, like, a nice... I could see this being a lot of people's comfort movie sort of things. Yeah. There's no irony to it. Yes, absolutely. It's just, yeah. And I I really could use that sometimes. So this was yeah. very nice to watch. Yeah. So thanks, Carr. Sorry, I keep picking terrible movies and you keep picking <laughs> good, interesting movies. It is so 
funny that we were just so close to watching 13 Ghosts. Yeah. And then I don't remember what thought it was. I was like, oh, Michael Keaton horror movies? Of course, White Noise. Yes. That's hilarious. I really like that. I'm going to bleep that out, though, so that nobody knows what movie we were actually going to watch. <laughs> I'll find another bad early 2000s horror movie. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, that concludes okay. our assigned reading card. Would you like to talk Yay. about something else? Sure. I watched another bad horror movie, which was a real bummer. Yeah, I had never heard of it, but I saw you on the box giving it two yeah, stars. I was looking for like something that would actually scare me. Yeah. And I watched the trailer and it seemed really scary and then yeah. I just like hated it. Oh. I don't even have like anything to say about it. Um, What's the name of this film, Car? The name of this movie is Carly Dark and the Wicked. Name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? The Dark and the Wicked. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's like they're on a farm and the dad is dying. Cool. cool. There is. Can I like you'll never watch this movie, right? No one will ever watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. OK, so the one part of this movie that truly shocked me and I had so much fun with was pretty early on. There's a scene where the mom is cutting carrots and, you know, when a person is cutting carrots in a horror movie, they're going to chop off their hand. <laughs> um, so you're like waiting, 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 waiting what for her to say. Okay. It's true. If okay. someone's chopping something hard on a cutting board, they're going right. to chop that off. It looks their like fingers and sounds yes. like fingers when you cut it. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I'm waiting and they granted take quite a lot of time to build up to this moment. Yeah. And it pays off. She chops <laughs> off her fingers and proceeds to like mince them. <clears throat> like she is uh, cutting again and again and again and again yeah, and again. Yeah, yeah, the commitment yeah. there was really great to me. Uh, I had okay. a good time with that. Because normally you just see like the one and the blood is like losing or something. <laughs> no, this is like Cut. she is m- macerating a word. That Masticating. No. Uh, Sensual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Insert okay. word here. Okay. Um, so She's that cutting was fun. Fingers. And then it also gave me like a very specific feeling of like these are actors who are putting on like an accent and acting like they live on a farm sort of vibe. Great. And that was hard to deal with. Um, and then it just wasn't very scary at all. So hmm. like what's yep. the what's the threat? The damn? evil. <laughs> OK. Yeah. And there's like religion. Like, I guess maybe the devil. Yeah, I think it is the devil. Sure. I guess religious. Religious evil. Cool. That's yeah, awesome. I don't know. So okay. I watched that and then okay. like I watched some other good stuff. I watched um a da, 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 do, 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 do. New York. Okay. A coffee. Which huh? A coffee. What? Charlie Kaufman. Oh, Kaufman. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um, which was fine feels like such a stupid word to use for it. Like yeah. it it was cool ambitious you've never seen a movie like this (laughs) like all of that's true i can't say it's not but i did not emotionally connect at all at all at all at all um like there were some moments where i was just like holy crap this is exciting to watch like where it's three layers deep of a person playing a person playing a person and they're interacting together and because they're interacting together life is spinning out of control okay that was fun and, like, all of the performances are so great. Philip Seymour Hoffman is so great. 
Um, Catherine Keener is so great, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, but just like nothing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just it, like, there's this end scene that I know is supposed to make you feel a lot. And like, I went, I went, <laughs> I read some. <laughs> Probably falling apart at the seams, but we're going <laughs> to. I read some letterbox reviews from people who love this movie. And I just like, I wanted to connect to it and I couldn't. Yeah. Um, and then the only other, there's like one uh, sort of. Not plot line. Like, one sort of trail that keeps coming back is genuinely hilarious to me. Okay. Um, I won't, like, spoil what it is, but it's to do with his daughter. I Like, it, it just, like, really cracks me up. And I think it's legitimately really funny. Um, but my overall takeaway was this made me, like, I'm thinking of ending things a whole lot more. Oh, nice. It Like, just when I think about how that one balanced being weird with also like having some human relatability and emotion behind it like yeah. Yeah. it is you did feel like you were watching a breakup and like yeah. a difficult relationship and the feeling of meeting a family in a really interesting way like your mileage may vary yeah. on how it lands whatever but like there felt like so much emotional honesty to it where this felt like so obscured by all of these ideas that like yeah. i just can't get how anyone hmm. I, I wanted to connect I just, yeah i could yeah. i don't know i mean there's probably people out there whose brains work like charlie kaufman's brain right where i guess so yeah it's like the philip seymour hoffman character is just so much this like very sad man from the get-go yeah that, like, he just, he fits in that, like, depressed dad category. Sure. And I get how this movie evokes that, but so does, like, 80% of other movies. And this one yeah. just, like, didn't. Some of those other movies make me feel something for the dad. This one didn't. You know what I mean? Is he I uh, Steve Carell in that one movie? Kind of, because what? every movie character is Steve Carell in that one movie. What's that movie? You know what I mean? Uh, shoot, Dan in Real Life. Dan in Real Life. That's my yeah. favorite movie car. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, yes. And I also, is Catherine Keener in that movie? She might be. She, she might No, just she's be. in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Okay. My bad. My bad. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I, I'm glad I watched it. Um, it was cool. Yeah. But, it, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about that. Can I run something past you, Car? Yes, please. This movie's in a category for me, and let me know if you have a similar category, okay? Mm-hmm. These are movies that I intend to see, mm-hmm. but will never see, mm-hmm. and that's comforting to me. Do you have movies like that? No. I okay. have, like, all of the same is adding up, like, I like is on a list. I intend to see it. Yeah. It feels like I will never see it, Yeah, but that causes me anxiety, so then I need to watch it. I get that, but there's something so comforting to me about <laughs> possibility, you know? <laughs> or like being able to give up and just be like, no. That's not that so much, because I, I do intend to watch them. I just know I never will. <laughs> so there's, it's like, you like boil it down, it's about immortality, right? It's like, someday I'll watch this, <laughs> but I never do. Yeah. So that can, that... That anticipation and that expectation is stronger than whatever I will actually get out of this movie. Okay, yeah. And so I keep that with me. And that's what this movie is to me. Because I've been meaning to watch this movie for like, you know, 
10, 15 years now. Right. Has never happened. Will never happen. And it makes me happy. <laughs> but it could happen. It could happen. It will yeah. happen, but it won't happen. <laughs> it is like the reason why I watch this is exactly that sort of thing where like I had an open Saturday or Sunday afternoon or whatever. It was like I was in the exact type of mood of like, I want to do something that doesn't like feel like candy to me. Like I want to yeah. watch something that work. I don't actually want to watch. Wanna I want to like watch something that I like normally you just have to feel in such a specific mood to watch something like this. And I was just sort of open to the world of possibility. Sure. So that's how we ended up there. And you're happy you did. Yes, mm. absolutely. Okay. I always am. Like whenever okay. I do something in that category, because at least I'm not just I hate like just consuming other people's opinions and like having to form one off of that. I don't know. How do you mean? Give me, like, give me an example. Like, if I hadn't seen this movie, I would continue to just know what other people thought about it. Sure. And then, like, because, I don't know, because I am an opinionated person, I would therefore form an opinion from absorbing all of their yeah. BS. Yeah. And to be honest, it's about the same opinion that I had coming out of it. Yeah. But it's kind of nice to know that I, like, did my homework, I guess. That's always really interesting to me, too, is... Movies that are two and a half hours long will get boiled down into, you know, this little bit of data in your head. Yeah. That's what you think this movie is. And then you watch it and it's like a whole movie. Yeah. And you can still come out of that and have still just that little bit of data in your head about what that <laughs> yeah. movie is. And I think that, like, to me, that reflects the type of, like, because there are other movies like this. I'm trying to think of another example. Um, bum, 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 bum. Oh, what's it called? Um, Eyes Wide Shut. It, sure. A similar experience where it was like, I'm finally going to do it. And like to me before that was um, the movie where about like a Orgies. sex cult where that led to Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise getting sure. divorced. Sure. And like it's still that to me, but it's so <laughs> much else because I yeah. think that movie is actually very good. Whereas sure. like this just truly exists on that same plane of like. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dude who did, like, an experiment of a movie. Sure. That's great. This movie? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else added to it, I don't think, from me watching it. In my own perception. That's why I don't want to watch it. Yeah. But you might have a different... Like, other people do care more. I don't think I would. Yeah, it's hard to say. You're unpredictable sometimes. I'm also, I think, out of the age when that happens or something. What do you mean? I just feel like when I was a teenager, a piece of art could like change my perception. Yeah. I don't think that happens that much anymore. I would say this type of art, especially like, I think if I had seen this when I was 15, I would have been like, oh my God. (laughs) You can do this in a film? (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like there are, everyone has that set of movies for themselves. Yeah, Um, totally. But yeah, it's harder to do that now. And I don't know if that's just because I've seen enough movies where I understand what a movie can do yeah, or cannot do or. And I mean, I think it's you like, can also call BS on stuff more easily. Like, sure. It's more easy to identify a gimmick now. I'm not saying that this yeah. movie is a gimmick, but it's kind of, a you gimmick. Know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I But the same is true of like music and. Sure. Like I have albums. I, I've never felt as strongly about an album as I did when I was a teenager in the years since. Yeah. Well, that might not be true. When did Blink-182... Music feels a little bit different. Yes. 
Okay. What were you going to say about Blink-182? Nothing. What were you saying? <laughs> I th- music fe- it feels different to me, but I think maybe... I, I feel like movies are the strongest I connect to a piece of media, so maybe... Hmm. I don't know. I think that might be the same for me. Yeah? I feel like when surprising I, also. When I can really tear into a book... Yeah. I feel like that's that, but that so rarely happens, and I also don't read that much, so doesn't happen that often yeah that feels so like in the moment too where like once it's done i can think about how i like the book but like with movies number one i'm more likely to rewatch and number two it's easier to like revisit those moments i think and still feel something yeah Yeah. and the process of reading a book is totally different because it's something that happens over the span of time right where life can kind of seep into that memory a little bit more and yeah when I'm watching a movie, it's basically I'm just shutting the world off for a little bit and then I come out of it and it's like, oh, I guess that was a movie. Unless you're watching White Noise, in which case you're only watching. 10%. Yeah, then I'm not. Then the world is turning the movie off <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. And that's OK, too. Yeah. What else have you been watching, Car? I watched Sex, Lies and Videotape. Oh, a Sodi? A Sodi. Tell me about the Sodi, dude. It was so good, man. Like, Aww. I knew I knew it was going to be so good. I know, like, yeah, this is, like, I don't know, one of the most heralded films I can think of that I hadn't seen. Okay. And rightfully so, I think. It was incredible. And, like, I love... I love the Soderbergh that I feel like we've spent a lot of time on so much. Like the heisty, jazzy... Popcorn movie. Yes. I love that. And I think, like, I don't... I'm totally not of the mindset that, like, there's that, like, pop version. And then there's, like, the hardcore, like, actually good part. Yeah. I think they're wonderful movies and, like artistically minded blah 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 whatever sure this does feel so so different though like i was trying to tell how much i would be able to see like that sensibility bleeding into this or like identify basically i don't think i would guess in a million years if you showed me oceans 11 in this movie that they were made by the same director sure um this is oh sorry not in a bad way you're saying not in a bad way at all they're just like i can't believe the same person consists of both of these basically the two sides Um, of sodi yeah it was just like like the i don't know the like letterbox log line is maybe the best i'll just read it actually please um let me see okay it is a sexually repressed woman's husband is having an affair with her sister the arrival of a visitor with a rather unusual fetish changes everything. So, like, from that, I was expecting a super, like, explicit, um, raunchy isn't the right word, but just, like, Lurid. something that, like, really Sensual. Went. Sure. But not even. I was really expecting something that, like, went really far and, like, was just so, like, shoving everything in your face, sort of. This yeah. is so, like, emotional and restrained and, like, about, like, just people's relationships. And I don't know. I was, like, it's it's just so good. Like, I don't yeah. know how else to put it. And I, like, don't yeah. want to get into any of the plot details because... 
I didn't know anything about it going in besides what I just read. And I feel like that's sort of the ideal circumstance, but it's really just like a set of like three adult, four adults, sorry, um, who have complex histories with each other, like working through some tough stuff in some unusual ways. And the performances are amazing. And the way that it's shot sometimes just like blows my mind and feels so. It really feels like it's just Soderbergh with the actors in a room and a camera sort of thing. Hmm. It feels really, really intimate with everyone. Um, And then James Spader is like blows my mind in this and the way that James Spader's character is portrayed like he's the guy who walks in with the quote-unquote unusual fetish and he's like a total weirdo but it's so he's just the right balance of a weirdo and he's portrayed and played in such a specific and like I don't know like you're they do the balance of like you're never sure of him and he also may be like the closest thing we have to like a fleshed out human in the movie sort of like I was just blown away how they balance all of it and it just it I I just like I feel like if if I was seeing this movie for the first time when it came out it would have blown my mind um it just feels like one of those sort of landmark movies I guess well yeah really 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 like fun and sad and interesting and yeah all of all of the good stuff i think this guy's got a career ahead of himself here (laughs) he's doing the oscars we gotta see how he does it he's doing the what now he's doing the oscars he's like the you do i don't know directing the oscars yeah that sucks for him he gets the (laughs) one that's not happening the non-real oscars well they're happening the whole thing is they're like they're doing it, I think, sort of like the Grammys, where they're like in person as much as possible. Hmm. So it's like Tina Fey on one coast and it's like a weird <laughs> no. split screen. <laughs> no, that's the whole thing is they're not doing any virtual. How's which that some people work? are angry about? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, these all these people were all vaccinated four years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I have no idea how it's going to work, but I have yeah. faith. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And it also like makes I like I was also thinking more about let them all talk. I told you um uh, in a message that like I listened to another podcast end of the year stuff and they were yep. talking so much more about let them all talk. And like the more I think about that movie, I'm just like, yeah, that was a great movie. Like hmm. Soderbergh can do so many different things and like I think he especially in the movies that aren't like Ocean's movies, does such a good job of finding an emotional core and like really sticking with it yeah yeah i think the oceans well like oceans 12 has an emotional core to it i think it totally does but like that's not the ultimate point of the movie you know what i mean that one it might be oceans 12 is a weird movie in that yeah it's so good in that trio yeah Hmm. like i guess i mean to say like when you think oceans movies you the first thought isn't like the relationship between Tess and Danny Ocean. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. But it's there. Yeah, totally. And it, they do a good job with it. Yeah. Um, it's just he's balancing that with like making the most fun heist movies ever. Sure. Yeah. 
I think this episode we've mentioned all previous uh, series that we've watched. <laughs> that might be true. Saw. The Ouroboros is eating itself and we're <laughs> stuck in the middle. Yeah. Talking about That's Sony. Okay. Um, I wonder if there's anything else I need to mention. Um, oh, Kajillionaire. I watched last night and that was really nice. Um, oh, super, yes. super, super weird tone. Okay. Um, look, just, I don't know how to, it feels like, I guess like the general premise is, um, there's this family living in, I think LA feels like LA. Um, and they are sort of, I think to put it as they do, like skimming off the surface of society, like they're making money in oddball ways. They're never living comfortably. They live in like this basement apartment below Parasite got a it. car wash or something that's like leaking um, suds <laughs> constantly oh, okay. in a really visually uh, appealing way. Okay. Um, and that. they are, it's um, Evan Rachel Wood and I forget the famous actor parents. Of course. Um, but the parents are very mean to her and they're all weirdos and they don't love her as parents should. They sort of just treat her as another con man in their schemes. Um, and they meet Gina Rodriguez, who I'm not always the hugest fan of. True. But does she is amazing, amazing, amazing in this movie. Um, and she's just basically a normal person who like gets involved in their schemes and brings... Like, it shows the daughter in the family that, like, normalcy is a possibility. Um, and things go from there. And, like, there's a couple scenes in this that just... If I had watched this before our um, end-of-year thing, they would have been in the best scene categories. Oh, like, sure. just knock me off off my socks. Uh, um, knock my socks off. There we knock go. Knock you under your rocker, guy. <laughs> socks. Um, and I don't, the tone is the most notable thing to me. It just feels so weird all the time. Okay. Um, in like a playful way that's also kind of like upsetting a lot of the time. Um, because you really are, you're number one watching these people do bad stuff to strangers and also to each other constantly. Yeah. It's a real bummer a lot of the time. Um, but I don't know, like just a cool movie that I kind of wish I'd caught earlier and honestly that i wish i had seen in theaters but so like cool. a, a lot of the movie i'll be honest a lot of the movies you talk about feel like <laughs> harmony corinne movies to me no 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 okay but you can see where i'm coming from yeah, 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 yeah. okay yeah right. this is like um, i mean i don't love harmony harmony corinne movies nobody um, does yeah, no, that's not true. Weirdos do. <laughs> yeah, this is like hectic in that way, okay. but not dangerous. I'm just, yeah, well, sometimes dangerous. Like, it, there's one scene in this where things go like especially. Well, no, there's a couple of scenes in this, Ooh. I guess, where things go especially dark that like yeah. really emotionally landed in a way that like I don't think dark moments in harmony Korean movies do. That's fair. Okay. And that's what I watched this week. What's that movie called? Uh, Kajillionaire. Kajillionaire, of course. Thank yes. You. Um, I didn't watch anything new, but I would like to talk about Annihilation, which I rewatched. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Do you have any questions, Car? Um, have you heard of this movie, Annihilation? It's about yes, um, yes, 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 yes. There's this. Uh, it's like a shimmer. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that it's called the shimmer. The shimmer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Truly, I think this movie has one of the worst scripts of <laughs> like cinema. It's tough because I think it's a really good movie. Yeah. But I don't disagree. The dialogue <laughs> is tough. It's a cool movie. Yeah. It has some really cool ideas and imagery. And I can even get on board with kind of how it's trying to tell its message. But all the dialogue is just... I was watching it with Krista and I had to stop myself from just looking at her anytime anyone talked to see if she was just like grimacing or not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had a hard time. It's so, it's weird because the first time I watched it, I didn't notice that. Yeah. And then the second time I really noticed it. Yeah. Which I don't know if that means that like, I, I just, I find it really easy to get swept up in that movie. Like it's yeah. so exciting and exciting in how it's like inventive and strange. Yeah. yeah. That like I just sort of don't notice. But yeah, no one talks like humans at all, which is kind of hard. They don't talk like they don't even talk like AI is trying to talk like people. They just it's like it's it's not bad in the way that you're, <laughs> I think, kind of trying to get at it. It's bad. It's like bad in the way that if you just took like screenwriting tropes and put them all in a blender, everybody just talks like bad, yeah. like mad TV parody of a sci-fi movie. Like it's not, it's not bad in that they were going for something and failed. It's just bad that it's like hacky, tropey screenwriting. It's just, yeah, it's just people like, you know, the literally impossible thing. Like, it's just that over and over. It's just like turns of phrase over and over and it sucks. Yeah. You don't because hate it also, me. The dialogue is also like pretty spare, to, if I'm remembering correctly. Like, yeah. people aren't talking all the time. So when no. they do. Yeah. It feels of importance. Right. Yeah. Also, that movie makes absolutely no sense. And that's fine. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. But like. Why even have them talk at all? Because it's all just like, yeah, it's all nonsensical. Uh, you kind of could make it a silent movie and that would yeah. be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's kind of interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the bear still hits. Yeah. Or, and even like, because you, I think, do like you could portray the Oscar Isaac stuff just yeah. fine without dialogue. And they kind of do. Right. And that's interesting. Yeah. Where they have them on the couch, but they're at opposite ends of the couch type of thing. You know, because there's distance between them. But then they have to have the characters say, I was looking at the moon. It's so weird when the moon is out during the day. God forgot to turn the hall lights off. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, what am I listening to? Yeah, it's really like... Okay, this is like the best way to put it, I think. Because like the story is good. The words are bad. Like the the <laughs> script as a whole is not bad because it hits all of the story points I want it to hit. Okay. But the way that characters talk to one another 
is not good. I don't know that the story's good either. I think it is. The story's not good. The arc of it is interesting. Or, if you, I mean, this is so, it's hard to argue about, but like, yeah. if you took out the script and had the same <laughs> scenes. <laughs> A thing we say about all movies, what would happen <laughs> if you took the script out of this movie? Yes. Like, scene by scene, I think, is interesting yeah. and cool. Uh, I think half of it is, yeah. What half isn't? The stuff where it's not cool monsters and plants and stuff. <laughs> when it's just Natalie Portman staring at the shimmer. Yeah. And making her mind up if she's going to go in the shimmer. She goes in the shimmer. Yeah, of course. And I don't think you need any of the kind of um, uh, the framing device where she's talking to the guy after the event. Mm. It doesn't add anything to it, really, other than to spoil the fact that she makes it out of the shimmer. Or does she? Well, I think that's kind of why they had to do it, right? It's like, Mm. because they have Mm. to pull the rug out from under you. They don't, though. It gets at my whole, I hate ambiguous endings thing. Oh, I like an ambiguous ending. You gotta give me something, though. This movie just says, oh, at the end. Like, it doesn't, (laughs) it's not ambiguous. It doesn't know itself. Like, it doesn't have anything to offer you. It just ends before the ending. Well, her eyes glow, right? Yeah. It's the copy. Or is it? It is. Then it's it's not an ambiguous ending. Well, then you shouldn't hate it. But I think it is ambiguous. Because <laughs> we don't know what that means. Yeah. I <laughs> Completely unnecessary for whatever story they're trying to tell, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. The movie could have ended before that point, and I would have been fine. Sure, yeah. Um, funny story, though, Car. Yes. I just figured this out or found this out today. There was this kind of cult classic video game called Enslaved that came out like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Guess who co-wrote that game, dude? Oh, Garland? Garland! Oh, that's cool. It's cool because I really like that game and it's crazy to think that this is his job now and he can't write a movie to save his life. Did he write well, Ex Machina, Car? Isn't he also... I Ex Machina is a well-written movie and I will not stand for that. Ex Machina is... Worse than Annihilation by miles and miles. No, you're so wrong. It it is unfathomable to me that people who think they are smart like Ex Machina, one of the dumbest movies of all time. I'm one of those people. No, but you don't think you're smart because you like Ex Machina. I guess those are the people I'm I'm railing against here where they're like, oh, I understood Ex Machina. (laughs) <laughs> There's nothing to understand. I don't think that's true. I think x Machina is pretty easy to understand. <laughs> but there is something to understand. Okay. I've never heard someone who doesn't have that tone tell me they really like x Machina. <laughs> I look forward you, Carly, to using that tone often. <laughs> oh, you just didn't understand yeah. x Machina. Yeah. <laughs> she was a robot. What I was going to say is he... Yeah. Also an author, correct? Sure. I believe. A man of many talents? Yeah, I'd be so curious about what you think about devs. 
I, w- I didn't realize that existed until I was cruising the box at 1130 last night. And yes. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> he made a TV show, it turns out. Yeah. Huh. Um, which. <sighs> I didn't watch all of it. I yeah. will at some point. I think struggles with some of the same stuff we're talking about here, where it's like. It's just a lot of people saying really grandiose things to each yes. other. Right. And sometimes it makes sense in the context of that show, which is about a character who like sort of sees himself as a god in his creations. Okay. So like it makes sense for him to sort of spout off these things, but then there's all these other characters who it doesn't make as much sense for. Yeah. And it, it, there's also this thing where th- Sometimes actors who I think are very good don't come off as good actors in his movies. Like, I know you famously hate the Jennifer Jason Lee performance in Annihilation. I was more okay with it this time. Okay. Because I was expecting it. Yeah. It didn't stand out as much to me this time. It's so, so this the complaint that I get with that, which is like she's so restrained and pulled back that sort of like, are you doing anything? Sort of happens with the same with the main character in Devs. Yeah. Who, like, I, I know is a good actress. Like, it doesn't make sense that. I don't know. There's yeah. some there's like weird disconnect sort of happening. But I think overall, I end up enjoying his projects. I enjoy Annihilation. Yeah. But I enjoy it because of the art design. Yeah. I don't know. Is the last 10 minutes him? You know, like, is that the art team going at it? There's so much cool. There's no talking. That helps. <laughs> yeah. There's so much cool design in each of his projects that I've seen that, like, I yeah, I have to assume that a lot of that is coming from him. Or at least that he knows how to hire the right people to make that happen. Like, okay. I'm not going to not give him credit for making a really cool 10 minute scene. You know what I mean? I'm going to hold it against him when the credits list him as the director and writer. (laughs) Which it prominently does. Yeah. Directed and written for the screen by (laughs) Alex Garland. I am going to read. I've been meaning to for quite a bit, but I am going to read the book so I can let you know how that goes. That's like a whole series, right? There's like three of them. Yeah, I think there's three and this one's based on one of the three. Sure. Maybe. Man, I don't know. I I don't hate and I, I hate X Machina. I don't hate Annihilation, but watching it again was not. I don't know. I think I have a more positive opinion of it, but mm. at the same time, it was that kind of weird experience that I'm sure you've had many times <laughs> where Well no. Okay, let me let me rewind the tape a little bit here, Car. Mm-hmm. I was in a very unique position where I thought Krista would really like this movie. Okay. I don't like this movie very much. Yeah. But she was kind of critical of it as we were watching. And I found myself kind of taking the role of defending this movie just because (laughs) there were things in it. I knew she would think were really cool. Yeah. And they're in the second half of the movie. So I kind of had to be like, just go with me on this. Right. It's going to be cool. 
And there yeah. was really an odd, like, mental dissonance thing going on while we were watching. Well, especially since you're not. It'd be different if, like, you were a true defender of the movie. But I'm not. Right. And I also didn't want to play my hand and be like, I kind of hate this movie because then it's not going to be fun for her. Because like, right. then why are we watching this movie? Yeah. So I kind of, <laughs> I don't know. It was a, <laughs> it was a unique experience. Um, I think in the end she had like a, a nice time watching it. But uh, she was very critical of these are scientists going into this strange realm and they're wearing T-shirts and just like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. <laughs> and all the like genetic stuff is so like hinky like you know the stuff it was the same complaints i had about like the plant stuff except from a uh a, a perspective of the actual knowledge of some of that stuff where it's sure just, like, this is stupid and it yeah. is stupid but it's fun yeah like that stuff is okay with me just because like how often do you see a movie that like gets signs right yeah, like they just don't was, care <laughs> and like it's yeah. it's okay to not care i think that was the exact conversation we had yes okay yeah, yeah. Um, but it is like, there's just something about it where like out of all of the movies that stay with me and I think about often it's up there and that's like, Hmm. I don't know. It's just, and I've had this conversation with other friends too, where that like, who I saw it with who are like, yeah, that was one of my favorite movies out of the year. Sure. I went back and I watched it and it's like kind of. There's some weird stuff going on in there, but it's still, for some reason, it just, like, it stays up there in memory and in, like, overall love of movies. I really just think that's the the few scenes, you know? The, The her cheating on her supposedly dead husband stuff does not hit at all. Oh, well, okay, that maybe not as, like, I... I like the scenes with her and Oscar Isaac a lot. That works for okay. me. Okay. I'm talking about her having the weird yeah. back sex with the dude. And then he says, you hate yourself. And she says, no. I mean, it kind of sets up like why she would do like why she would go into the shimmer at the end or not at the end, but like, you know. Yeah. But there's other ways to do that that aren't. No, absolutely. Terrible. It's not great screenwriting for sure. So. I guess I don't understand what people would see in this movie beyond the bear is really cool and the ending is really cool and the deer are really cool. I genuinely, like I did really, really like the beginning. Like I remember being in theaters and watching all of this stuff Without at the beginning Isaac. and being like, yeah, I like, I, I, there's something about like all of the scenes that they shoot between Isaac and Portman that yeah. just like are really resonant. I really like that Crosby, Stills and Nash song. Yes. No, that scene's great. But yeah. then that cuts to this really cheap looking ambulance ride where like X-Files extras get out of limos and they're like, <laughs> get on the ground, get on the ground. We're taking Oscar Isaac, get on the ambulance. And it's like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was good to go back to it, I think. You know, sometimes you have this weird reaction to a movie. You got to make sure. Um, I'm, I don't know. Like, I don't, it's not my least favorite movie by any means. Yeah. It's it's got some really cool stuff, but I don't understand yeah. how it's kind of part of the canon now. This movie, you know? Yeah, and I can't, as a person who supports it being part of the canon, I can't articulate why either. Like, sure. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I also watched Mank again. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I still really like that movie, I guess, is what I'll say. Yeah. 
I think it works really well. Like it's the complete opposite of, (laughs) I just love the dialogue. I could listen to the people talk to each other all day. Yeah. Did any, did you have like any scenes that stuck out more this time or is there anything else you picked up on? Um, I think I, yeah, just generally had a better understanding of what was happening. Sure. I still think the beginning half hour is really messy. It kind of jumps you in, in a way Mm, that doesn't. That's right. Um, and I still think some of the stuff just is not explained well enough for it to hit well, where he's like drinking the stuff in the the box and he's not supposed to. Mm. And there's like so much time given to that, even though it's not that important. And it's kind of a confusing scenario, but yeah. it sets up these dialogue scenes. So I guess it's worth it in the end. But it's just like that's a great character to frame a movie around. And it's fun to have him interact with all these people at that time period. It's good. Uh, it's a really, I think, great uh idea for a movie absolutely yeah Yeah. so kind of shocking that it wasn't already made you know what like yeah yeah yeah. i'm glad it was made now in this way because i like it yeah so but yeah and that's all do you think um seafried's gonna get the oscar i uh i am so bad at guessing who will win oscars that it's best for me not to say but i think she's really good in that movie yeah, I'll rephrase. Do you want her to win? Do you have the other nominees available? Ooh, I can't very quickly. <laughs> uh, best supporting actress nominations. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Call her. Go ahead. Turn your radio down, please. Um. Okay. Ahem. Amanda Seyfried. Okay. Mank. Okay. Olivia Coleman. The father. Haven't seen. Uh, I'm not sure how to say this person's name. Yang Yong Jung. Haven't seen. Minari. Okay. Maria Bakalova. Borat subsequent movie film. Okay. Glenn Close. Hillbilly Elegy. That one. I know Glenn where Close. you got your Close. <laughs> uh Between Mank and Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah, I'll take Mank. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It seems like she has a chance. I don't know. Sure. Let's see. I really don't know how the Oscars work, so I have no uh, idea <laughs> how no to have this conversation. But yeah. Mank is good. Yeah, I heard like in the same uh, podcast where they were giving end of the year awards, they like were talking about Amanda and they mentioned just like the moment when Mank gets into the car yeah. And she just says mank. And it's just yeah. like one of the most charming. Like <laughs> She's just so cool in this movie and all other movies that she's in. Yeah, that character is really amplified throughout that movie in kind of a fun way. Where it's almost kind of fourth wall breaky. Mm. Where she doesn't really feel like a person. She feels like, but that's kind of who she was, I think. Yeah. Or how they're trying to portray her. So it's like this kind of, there's like more nuance to that character than you might get from like a, just a quick glance at i don't know it does it feels like it's so easily could have been like just this sort of snappy person and like it is mostly that but for some reason there it feels like there's added weight to it yeah i think so hmm Hmm. but car it's time for our favorite segment of the show well not really because we run it all last week um oh we did (laughs) yeah crap Oh, no. Shoot. Carly, you set this up deliberately. You I found told new you last ways week to say that sabotage. if we did it, then we wouldn't have anything next week. I'll reiterate, I'm really, really, really excited for Shiva Baby. 
I thought it had already come out and I was going on Roku to see how I could rent it and I couldn't yeah, because it comes out technically tomorrow, I believe. You're really pissing me off, Carly. <laughs> I want to read about movies. I know, I know, I know. Do we read the Tina description? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about how you never want to see a music documentary ever again. Okay. It'd be funny if you just inserted the last 10 minutes of the podcast. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, Carly, let me do this instead. Okay. Are you planning on watching Zack Snyder's Justice League? Yes, no. Yeah, I'm trying to get someone to watch it with me, and I'm having a hard time convincing them. Okay. So, depending. Okay. <laughs> April 10th, Tucker and Carly watch <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, no. Um, no, we can't. Godzilla vs. Kong. Such a poor use of the four hours. Yeah. How many days we that should we're set together. up a, a like an hourglass, <laughs> and we can just watch time passing. Precious, yeah. precious time. First time I've seen you in so many months, and we're just stuck watching Zack Snyder's just. <laughs> 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 um. Are you going to watch Godzilla vs. Kong car? Yes, I am. Okay. Probably this weekend. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you keep up on the other chat, but I went on kind of quite a rant about Godzilla vs. Kong that I won't Did you watch here. it? No, 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 no. Oh. I just find all the um, meme what I consider like almost marketing around this movie kind of odious and gross and it doesn't seem to fit the quality of the film from what I can tell. Like it makes it seem of higher quality. I just don't understand how people could be excited about this movie. And all I see is people being excited about this movie and something feels off about that situation to me. Well, I'll start with this. I've okay. been a, this movie is going to be fun or for like months so I'm not part of this meme crowd. Right. I am in the original. This looks fun. <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm saying you didn't go make Twitter memes about Godzilla versus Kong. Right. Why do people do that? I don't know, man. Before it comes out. <laughs> we don't have a lot going on. I, I guess. Is that I am I yeah? am a bit worried about I am so, so, so excited for Zola. And it's been a movie that I've been looking forward to for so long. Hey, Carl. As have so many other people. What? Are you pressing garlic right now? No, I'm pressing my makeup brush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was close. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, Like, this has been... It was supposed to come out forever ago. People saw it forever ago because it came out at a festival before COVID. And there's just like... seeing this on our list. Okay, it's not out yet. What I'm trying to say is the trailer are. dropped. For, oh my god! <laughs> Continue. The trailer dropped for it, and it's yeah. such a fun trailer. But okay. it's already being so like memed to death that I just worry. Yeah. That by the time I finally get to see it, every moment will just feel like a meme. And I like I there was yep. one where it's like a video from the a, a clip from the trailer. It was like being repurposed as a Twitter meme. And it's like, am I, when I'm watching the movie, am I just going to like, think about yeah. all the funny tweets I saw about this funny, now? That she sucks. Says. Uh, do you, okay. Are people getting paid for this is my question. This is what it all boils down to. Oh, I see. 
Um, yes. That sucks. Well, okay. Back it up. Okay. So okay, I, I flew off the handle people... car. I'm really sorry. I apologize. <laughs> that was uncouth. Please continue. <laughs> most people know. That sucks worse, but okay, continue. Most people are just having fun on the internet. But then, like, I don't know, Netflix, that's how, like, Bird Box happened, right? Is they made some memes Oof. about it, and then Bird Box Oof. was popular. So, like, I don't... Car. I think a lot of it is honestly organic, but I think that is like part of the marketing strategy for movies now, especially movies like this. Insane. I don't. (laughs) This isn't really a conversation. I wish that would transition into like a beat or something. It's just you struggling to say something. (laughs) Um, I just don't understand the impulse. This really sounds like a like a rant, like a Fox News rant or something. Oh but God! I, no, I just don't understand the impulse that people have. Where because okay, I'm making a meme out of Zola, right? Yeah. Where am I getting the footage for this trailer? Okay, so I watch a movie for a trailer, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take this little bit out of this trailer and put text on it, and that'll yeah. be what I'm doing with my afternoon. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's so foreign to me. It's alien. It's like, it's not a thought I would ever in my life have. But like, I'm okay. Zola does not, is not included in this category because okay. I, again, we're excluding my, it. Yes. Diplomatic I'm immunity concerned for Zola. about that. Yep. But oftentimes I find those tweets very funny and I give a little ha ha and I'll favorite of two. <laughs> um, we're going to skip past that. Is it <laughs> these tweets you're talking about? Yeah. Is it just footage from the movie? Well, I feel like it's more often. You know what is really funny? This is really <laughs> good as you describing what Twitter is to me. <laughs> it's funny. I like a lot when there's a screenshot and it's from when people turned on captions and the captions are funny, especially when it's not words that are being said, but it's like exhales and it's a funny picture of a character. I like exhaling. You can't see my facial expression right now. <laughs> I can envision it. <laughs> it really sucks that people are like hearing impaired and then their way to watch a movie. Other people are like, ha! <laughs> I mean, I also think like the proliferation of people just having captions on all the time is a lot. I do it sometimes. No, totally. Yeah. But I don't think it's funny that they are. I don't know. I'm lost. I don't. I'm too old for this crap is what I'm saying. You Zoomers with your Billie Eilish songs and your Instagrams, I don't understand. I wish I was a Zoomer. I'm so close. I'm not that close. I guess I'm a few years off, but I feel like I really could be if I tried. Right. You could pull it off. (laughs) Hey, kids, have you seen... (laughs) What was it? it? Euphoria? Have you seen Euphoria, dude? Yeah. Yeah, that would make... I feel like some Zoomers don't like Euphoria. I feel like millennials more so like Euphoria. What is all I think of when I think of Zoomer is Fortnite. What is the Zoomer uh, like? What's the movie like? What's the what's oh. the super bad of this generation? You know, like what? Is, what are we talking? Well, about? if you're doing that, then my mind just goes to Booksmart. But I don't think that's accurate. I don't think that's accurate at all. No. I don't think I've ever heard anyone ever talk about Booksmart except you. I like Booksmart. So I like much. Booksmart, too. Oh, it's I don't so think it was good. a popular film, though. Certainly not one of the. Ten most canonical, well, according to Michael's some bodies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it's just Marvel movies, huh? Yeah, probably. 
or Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Boy, this took a turn. Kari, what movie <laughs> am I watching for next time? I'm torn. Okay. So I was thinking about Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried? I feel like that's what I had in... That's what I've said my entire life, but I yeah. kind of feel like it's maybe not right. We got why we Sodio will explain this for us. <laughs> sure, less than yes. a month. I wish he was just someone reading all the awards, not rewards. What does his voice um, sound like? I have no idea what he looks like, what he sounds like. I've listened to an interview with him and I can't remember, so I imagine it just sounds like a normal adult dude. Okay. I think his appearance is bald with glasses. I love that. I'm getting closer to that every day. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'll tell you what I was planning Okay. previously. I kind of know which one you'll pick from this. Okay, so option one, yes. before Amanda came into the conversation, of course. was yes. Clock Watchers. Don't know what that is. I didn't either. Okay. And the way I found out about it is one of the two, two Johns in Search Party. Okay. John yes. Early. <laughs> we love the two Johns, yes. Has tweeted about this movie quite a bit. And okay, the cast is admittedly wonderful. We got Tony Collette, we got Parker okay. Posey, we have oh Lisa Kudrow, Whew. and then some other people I don't know. But Whew. the gist of it is Yeah. I'll tell you. Okay. The relationship between four <laughs> female temps all working for the same credit company okay. is threatened with the arrival of a new hire who lands a permanent position. One of the women was fine. I think it's like a comedy about the trials of corporate america love that very sody very sody okay yeah kind of yeah. um and then the one i was just thinking of is what's it called again god <laughs> first reformed with a man what's that that's the one that i talk about all the time with ethan hawk where like he's the priest who has a oh um, yeah 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 a revelation of sorts i'm kind of in the mood for the first one car i figured yeah yeah you kind of sold that one, and then the second one, you're like, oh, I don't see Ethan Hawke. Well, I didn't. I always feel bad with the ones that are like already in my library of like Carly favorites because it yeah. feels like there's just so much pressure on those. Yeah, it's like let's have this conversation, <laughs> <laughs> the one I've been waiting for. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. okay that clock, works for me. Clock watchers. Yes. Car, I was going to give you a choice as well. Oh, okay. We can either do across the universe. Interesting. Okay. Or Across the Universe, which is a documentary about grimy French electro duo Justice. Are you serious? Yes. That's really funny. Because <laughs> I've been meaning to watch both of these movies. So oh you can, my God. That's you a much choose. harder decision, I feel, because I don't. The vibes of neither of them are like, you know, yeah. standing out to me. Sure. Um Here's the problem with Across the Universe about the Beatles. Oh, that's an Evan Rachel Wood as well. The nice. main guy, I always think it's Daniel Brühl, and it's not. See, when you say Daniel Brühl, I always think of Steve Brühl from <laughs> Tim and Eric. Um, but you're talking okay. about Nikki Lauda from Yes. Oh, Rush. God. That being his number one credit is Hell so yeah, tough dude. for him. Love that guy. <laughs> um, okay, I'm trying to look up the other one. It's Let's do, huh? Never mind. Continue. Let's do the French one. Across the universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it's like less than an hour, but I heard it's like crazy and really good. So. Ooh, I'm down. And I like Justice a lot. They make good music. 
I don't know anything about justice. Okay. They're not really around anymore, I don't think. They were like uh, late 2000s-ish. Hmm. Good stuff. Okay. Really grimy. Really like good. Like if Daft Punk were just like punching each other in the stomach for yeah. like an hour. Yeah. Grimy was the word that sold me. I'm okay. glad you included that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And uh, cool. our Jubilee is? I, I don't have it up. Um, okay. Is it Ocean Waves? Could be. Is it you The Cat say Came Back? Any words. Is it um, Arietti? <laughs> um, it's Ocean Waves. Okay. I think that was like a TV movie or something, so... Hmm. High expectations, and car. that's going to do it for Pillows on the Windows. <laughs> just kidding. What if my April Fool's was I deleted this entire podcast and I just said <laughs> April Fool's and put it up? You're kind of funny. Oh, Percy. Oh, great. Come here, mister. I was thinking about it. I'm not. <laughs>